and welcome to a new episode of our ITM podcast. Um, we will start a new series um, regarding the topic platform regulation. My name is uh, Jan Kalpen and um, today I speak to um, my friend and guest researcher Judith Bayer, who is an expert um, on platforms, which you will um, witness very soon when I start questioning her on platforms and the regulation of platforms. Together we are planning um, a workshop in the midst of November uh, via Zoom. Everybody could participate. It's about hate speech and platform regulation. We have guests from around Europe um, who are expert in their um, very specific field of platform regulation. But to give you a brief idea of why we are doing this workshop and why it's so interesting right now to talk about platforms and their regulation um we should you ask you that uh mm -hmm. so first first question would be what, what what do we understand um when we say what what what, what are digital platforms what what is it what is hello. our subject hello yeah thank you for having me thank you for this uh, opportunity so what are digital platforms? Uh, platforms are a relatively new species of communication because they have emerged only after the millennium when peer-to-peer uh, -peer technology made it available, made it possible to have platforms. And up till now, the websites were only static and read-only. And if you wanted to change your company's website or any website that you had, you had to know how to code. Uh, simply, basically, or you had to ask uh, some other person to do it for you. And uh, basically, I like to compare platforms, uh, the technology of peer-to-peer -peer and of platforms to the invention of the light switch, which enabled every person without any prior knowledge to use the lamp. So you didn't have to understand how electricity or the lamp works, but with the light switch, um, you could just use it. And it's the platforms enabled uh, very ordinary people, even children, or sometimes we say jokingly, even monkeys are able to post a picture to the internet because the, the user interface is so simple. So basically platforms are a user interface which allows lay users to upload content. And the interesting thing is the platforms do not typically upload own content. So they are not content providers, but they transmit content but what they do is also more than automatic transition uh, because they uh, aggregate and they mediate information actively and in fact they interfere with this content a little bit because they prioritize and deprioritize content and they they aggregate and they advertise so they they influence how this content is presented said it's a relative new species but if you uh, are on the web it seems they are there since ever and they are so big so um and so present mm -hmm. so why how could that happen why are they so so big right now yes they have become enormously uh, popular and powerful and i think one aspect is certainly the social factor that people love to communicate and that this is a fantastic tool which uh, basically accelerates uh, almost everything in society and uh, it's uh, first of all about communication but the other 
thing which I think be of more interest to you uh, is that the regulatory environment was so liberal, basically there was no and there is no regulation on platforms. And this is because uh, the first uh, European rule which emerged on uh, regulating uh, internet activity was the e-commerce directive in 2000. And by the way, there uh, a very similar regulation appeared in the United States in 1996, uh, which followed the similar, I mean, the European directive followed the similar uh, pattern to the US um, rule, which basically uh, aimed at uh, giving immunity to service providers. At that time, we didn't say platforms. We talked only about service providers because there were no platforms, basically. So there were three layers of actors, activities. One was the access providers. In the European directive, they were called milk countries, or they still are called milk countries. They are the responsible uh, ones for transmitting the information through the wires. So they provide the technical infrastructure. They ex- provide access, basically the telcos, the telecommunication companies, which bring the internet to your house. And the second layer is the uh, hosting provider, which have hosted content on the servers. This used to be a separate activity. Today, it is totally merged into other activities as an ancillary activity. And the main idea, so one of the main idea of the e-commerce directive, among others, of course, was to provide immunity to these hosting providers uh, that they are not liable for third-party content because this was this was not quite obvious at the beginning of the internet history, and after a certain really weird court decisions, uh, basically primarily in the UK and the US, um, it was clear that uh, these hosting providers should not be liable for what other people say and host and put put online. So. The rule became that as long as the hosting providers don't have actual knowledge of illegal activity, they should not be liable for that. But as soon as they get this knowledge, for example, because they are notified, they must expeditiously remove or block access to the illegal uh, information. This is called the notice and uh, takedown system, which is still prevailing. But the main thing is what is of interest for us is uh, that platforms do not fit into any of these categories. And I'm sorry, I didn't say the third layer, which is uh, content providers, of course. So the authors of content, the users, basically. And um, platforms uh, do not fit fit into the system, although at the beginning they probably thought that they can benefit from this exemption of immunity and they still to a certain extent do but we have certain court decisions where court did not accept this uh, reference to this notice and take them procedure to this type of immunity for example one of them was the Delphi decision Delphi was an Estonian journal which thought that if they just remove hateful comments from their websites when they are noticed then they did their job and they acted expeditiously but the Estonian court said no and even though they went to the European Court of Human Rights the, also the, the European Court said no 
because uh, they found the intervention of the national authorities not disproportionate compared to the gravity of the of the comments. And um, uh, what's the the point right now? Why are we doing this um, workshop? Are there uh, problems um, we, we can deal with? Is the law capable of um, uh, dealing with platforms in the near future? What do you think? Well, the thing is that these questions have still not been resolved, but uh, fortunately by today we have a lot of scientific uh, discussion uh, and research going on in this respect and also legal research and we have now several legal initiatives um, which are very um, meaningful one of them uh, is that the first uh, regulation on online platforms have been uh, issued in uh, 2019 which already gave a name at least to these um, platforms to these actors uh, but that applied to platform to business uh, type relationships so only to business platforms like amazon or ebay but now uh, right as we are speaking the european union is uh, working quite intensively on a very comprehensive platform regulation which is basically to replace this very old e-commerce directive uh, it will be called digital services act And there have been a public consultation going on in the past half a year. And we are expecting now a commission draft on the 2nd of December. So everybody is having their eye on Brussels. In this respect, the parliament has already issued two resolutions, one on the business implications of the platform regulation and one on the human rights implications of platform regulation. So what we are expecting that finally platforms will be recognized actors of this field and their rights and duties will be legally regulated, which will provide a much more clear situation for both the industry and the users. So um, that's what our workshop will be about, about exactly. the regulation of platforms, um, which you just explained. Um, yeah, what what can can we expect? There are like we will talk about hate speech, about media pluralism online. We will talk about um, what else. Um, yes, this responsibility for the content has um, attracted so many issues and questions, and hate speech has been one of the primary vehicles of these discussions because that attracted so much uh, outcry and attention. But it's all basically only one of the one one symbol of those type of yes. content which is partly illegal but partly legal but still quite shocking disturbing and quite harmful for people and for societies so we are dealing very different types of problems uh, which are generally harmful for societies and they may or may not be illegal which is quite meaningful from the perspective of regulation if you think of freedom of expression which has very strong uh, conditions on how to regulate content so we will talk, touch upon many um, instances of this the, these problem areas and we will also um, talk about uh, the technological possibilities 
of intervention and uh, also the new initiative of Facebook, the Facebook Oversight Board, which is also quite a powerful initiative of self-regulation, an experiment and an attempt from Facebook to basically generate a substantial and relatively legitimate um, body of decisions and rules, which are both by an independent body, so a body independent from the corporate sector, but still not a legislative body. So we will have to see how it will relate to legislative legitimacy, because it's also, still part of the self-regulatory sector. Also something starting just right now, just um Uh, after the the u.s election exactly well, thank you very much Judith. it was very interesting i think we have a lot of things and topics uh, to speak about in the next podcast series but also in our workshop coming up in mid of november you will find all information we put them together on our website at um, itm um, institute at the university of münster you will find all informations online all dates all links for the zoom event and thank you Judith. we will talk each to each other um, quite soon in the next podcast series and we'll see each other at our workshop on hate speech and platform regulation see you soon yeah thank you, thank you very much